Nerds Podcast, the podcast about movies, with your hosts, James and Jamie McClanahan. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode two of the Realist Podcast. I'm Jamie McClanahan. And I'm James McClanahan. And during this episode, we're going to discuss three movies we've seen, two new releases, and one older film. First off, though, we're going to have to say that we actually agree on these three movies, on our likes and dislikes, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would would say so. That's a fair assumption. Yeah, I would agree. It's not like we're talking about Rocky or anything. How can you not agree that Rocky is fantastic? No, Adrian! <laughs> really? It's a very good storyline. The boxing's okay. Storyline, eh. What? It's a love story. Oh, it's, it's you love the love, love story! How sweet. Anyway. <laughs> and I just can't handle listening to the guy talk all the time. I have to bang my head. No banging your head. All right, all right. Let's talk about Manchester by the Sea. Critically acclaimed, award-winning. Again, I have to bang my head. Hang on a second. (laughs) Okay, so this film won Best Original Screenplay. Won an Oscar for that. It was a... When you look at everything else that's coming out of Hollywood, all the remakes, uh, it, it had a fairly original story to it. Yeah, it did. Still sucks. And Casey Affleck won Best Actor. He won an Oscar for that as well. Wrong movie to give him an award for that for. I would completely agree with you. He, he was, he's been overlooked. I think he's done better roles. Yes. You know, he needs a double burger. Good will hunting, yeah. <laughs> but Manchester by the Sea... It's over two hours long. And it felt like it. It didn't, it didn't, you know, run you through the story in a timely manner. You really felt every five minutes. Yeah, yeah, you you really did. I mean, it, they had no character development. No. Couldn't relate to any of the characters at all. Is that, is that just, you know, we couldn't relate because we're not melancholy all the time? I don't know. It could be. It was a pretty dreary, dreary film. He walked around. My life sucks. Life sucks. I'm sad. And, you know, we're not going to give any spoilers on the movies that we've seen, but we'll let you watch them yourselves and, and determine your feelings toward them. But Granted, I mean, his character has gone through a lot. Yeah. He... he... It's justified in being fairly melancholy, but he, he's you still got to be able to relate to him, and his character just did not. None of the characters did. Didn't really jump off the screen, and stick to you. No, no, there there was nobody you could relate to, and you know there wasn't any, any scene that tied the whole movie together like in most slower movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Church had it. Mm-hmm. Um, Castaway was another slow film (laughs) where it was, you know, one person in a volleyball that kept your interest for over two hours. It was a really good film, but Manchester by the Sea didn't do that, and there was hope for it. There there was 
<laughs> very flickering glimmer of hope for it. You know? <laughs> very true, very true. Uh, like the shark comments, all the shark comments. They are fishermen, and through the whole movie, there were comments about the sharks, and if you bleed, the sharks are going to come and eat you, and, and it was just all, you know, you thought that they were going to continue that that theme through the whole movie, but at the end, when they're sitting on the end of the fish boat, and they're fishing, and you think they're going to talk about the sharks and tie everything in, it's mm-hmm. going to be a massive bonding moment, and roll credits. Nothing. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that's when I, I folded up the Barco lounger and was grumpy. Oh yeah, we 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 watched this what two weeks ago and we're still complaining about this movie. Was it two weeks ago? Yeah. Oh man. I don't think there has been a movie that we have just disliked as much as we disliked this movie. The only reason I made it through it was so that we could discuss it, but that's a movie I would have turned off. Oh yeah. If we weren't doing the podcast, I would have turned it off and, and never would have recommended it. And and I don't... It's not that I'm not recommending it, because I know everybody's got their own... Well, a lot of people said this movie was fantastic, so somebody likes it. But then again, I, I can't honestly recommend it either. Yeah. <laughs> My mother, who does not always have the best taste in, in movies... She even said it was awful. Hi, mom. Yes, I know. Sometimes your movie choices suck, but you have to. You agree with us on this one, so it's all right. But yeah, she said I even watched it to the end just to say I finished it and hopes that it would get better. And she even said she was mad when she turned it off. Yeah. I haven't talked to a lot of people who've seen the movie. I've just you know read what Rotten Tomatoes and Roger Ebert and all of them have said. I mean. Do you think all that build-up might have uh, kind of set it up for failure? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe we expected too much from it? That could be. I mean, it was was written by Kenneth Lonigan, and the only other movie that he's directed and has done has been Gangs of New York, which I know you haven't seen. That's the only one he's ever done? There's others, but none that I've seen. Okay. Um... But th- this was a, a really popular movie, and it's, it's fairly old, too. And the beginning of it, really exciting. Total man-fest. Big, huge fight. All five boroughs of New York come together, and it's just gory. Maybe you can't handle that part. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the movie, it's, it's not great. Nothing I'd write home about. But it wasn't a bad movie. I, mm-hmm. I would say Manchester by the Sea is a bad movie. In my opinion. Ouch. Yeah. It's it's pretty bad. And, you know, Casey Affleck won Best Actor for this movie, but I I really think he did a better job in the other movie we watched with him in it, Gone Baby Gone. Yeah, Gone Baby Gone. You know it. Whereas Manchester by the Sea, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 96%. IMBD gave it 8 out of 10. And Roger Ebert gave it 4 stars. Manchester by the Sea? Yeah. Now, Gone Baby Gone, this this movie's ten years old. It got seven out of seven on IMBD. Well, seven point seven out of ten. Yeah, seven point seven out of ten. Ebert gave it three point five. Mm-hmm. And Rotten Tomatoes gave it a ninety four percent. I mean it's close. Yeah, it's really ratings, close. But they're so far apart from each other. 
his acting was amazing. He really shines in this movie. I, I thought so as well. You know, and it's it's got a lot of big names in it too. Yeah, it had Ed Harris and um, Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. Can't go wrong with Morgan Freeman. I think that's where Manchester by the Sea fell apart. If Morgan Freeman would have showed up in that movie as like a, a gas station clerk and just been a bit part, didn't even have to say anything. You just see Morgan Freeman on the screen, the whole movie would have exploded and been awesome. That's it. That's Morgan gotta Freeman could have saved this movie. He could have. He really could have. Everybody loves Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and in and, and Gone Girl, he didn't have a huge role, but... His role really came to light at the end of the movie, and it's just one of those where you're like, really, Morgan Freeman? Come on! <laughs> because he always plays the great, nice guy. Well, he he's just, he can handle that kind of role. I mean... Even when he's being a bad guy, just his voice. Like, he could read me the phone book, and I'd just be like, hey, that's Morgan Freeman. That's awesome. He just said, Albert Arferlock. That's awesome. <laughs> you know? He's great. The the twist in this movie is is amazing and you don't see it coming. You think you've got it figured out mm -hmm. and then it's you've got that part figured out, but there's it goes way deeper and further into the rabbit hole than what you thought. Mm -hmm. It was and it was really good. You think it's wrapping up and then you notice, whoa, I'm only halfway through the movie. Yeah. It was pretty good, and it was directed by Ben Affleck, Casey's brother, and, which and he helped write that one too. He did, and he's done some other really good movies, some of our favorites actually. Ben Affleck. Uh huh. He yeah. wrote The Town. He directed The Town, which was a good that flick. That was a good one. That had a really good twist to it as well. It did. That, it was, that was a good one. Very intense film, mm -hmm. and Argo. It's a true story. <laughs> Fantastic. You know, keeping it PC, so we can't say one of our favorite lines from the from the film. Argo. It's a title line. It's a title yeah. line. <laughs> you know, you always get that point in the movie where, ah, there's the movie title, and they wrap it up really nicely in that film. Mm -hmm. But it's based on a true story, and it follows the happenings uh, pretty well, I would think. Yeah, we, we did some research on that one. We they, typically do when we watch a true story. Yeah, we typically do. That's true. But... Um, I guess we'll uh, wrap it up with the third movie we watched, which I guess goes along with the twisties. Yes. Like in the other one, Girl on the Train, directed by M. Night Shyamalan. And um, I did not catch it was a Shyamalan movie, but with the twisties, I should have. Yeah. He's, he's good at going twist in there. Much like The Village, he directed years ago. We don't. Let's yeah, move along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the reviews for Girl on the Train were actually pretty crappy. IMBD only gave it forty three percent, and Rotten Tomatoes only gave it fifty. But honestly, I thought it was better than that. It was fantastic movie. Again, you think you have this one figured out, and then the very last couple of scenes, it's like holy crap! And and what brought the twist to life was just. You don't expect it. Yeah. Yeah, it was... Poof, here I am. And you, you just gotta go with it. It was, it was very... Good. It was a pretty psychological deal. It was It was really good. And, you know, we're, again, we're not gonna give any spoilers on it, but definitely don't look at the reviews and not watch this film. It was really good. I, I think it was underrated. As were Manchester by the Sea, I think, was overrated. I yeah. think Girl on the Train didn't get enough 
didn't get enough looked at. It was it was the Peter Frampton of the music world. <laughs> you know, I think well he's put. an underrated guitarist, so we'll go with that. That works. <laughs> well, that wraps up our movie review of the three movies that we watched this last two weeks. Um, we have a question. If you guys would like to go onto our Twitter and our Facebook, do you guys have any favorite childhood movies? I know we do. My Never favorite. story. I'm just going to cut you off. That's the greatest childhood movie. I agree. It was a really good movie. You know, Falcor, the Luck Dragon, just makes the film. I think we're going to make the cat look like the Luck Dragon for Halloween. Sweet. <laughs> mine has been 30 plus years since I had mine on VHS. And I can still quote this movie word for word. Love it, The Little Mermaid. Instant classic. Best movie ever. No. Yes. No. You know you want to kiss the girl. <laughs> <laughs> so this this week and next, we're going to be watching some kid films. So if you have any suggestions, what your favorites are, hit us up on our Twitter and our Facebook. And we might have a couple of tiny little guest stars to give their opinions on children's movies. So it's not just a grown-up's point of view. Although, the three we talked about this week definitely were grown-up movies. Very much so. Definitely keep the little ears away. Lots of language. Uh, some violence. Yeah, there's a little bit of violence. Um, not in Manchester by the Sea. That's mostly language. Yeah. It's, it's... Of course, it's set in New England. Much like Gone Baby Gone. Lots of F-bombs, guys. Be yeah, mindful of tiny human ears. It's a Boston movie. Pretty much. So they, they're going to act like... Adults. Yep. And so, yeah, be mindful of that if you want to see these films. But next time, next episode, we're going to make it kid-friendly. So, again, any suggestions, favorite films? Disney, does not matter. Pixar. Bring them on. Pixar. Pixar's great. It is. My giant blue head! (laughs) (laughs) I like Megamind. It's a fantastic movie. I thought that was a good one, too. So... Be sure to hit us up on our Twitter at TheRealist2017 and our Facebook, www.facebook slash TheRealist2017. Leave us your feedback, your comments, and we will see you on the next episode. Wait a second. That's a wrap.